RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. The Way of St. Joseph, Introduction The Way of St. Joseph is a new blog series on regnumchristilive.org by Father Daniel Brandenburg, L.C. Today we share the introduction with lessons we can learn from the workshop of St. Joseph. I started helping in my dad's welding repair shop in Bancroft, Iowa, even before attending kindergarten. I recall the thrill of being a big boy, old enough to go to the shop. I'd watch with saucer eyes the sparks flying from the grinder, or peek through squinty eyes at the bright flashes of the welder, and gape at the awesome power of the hydraulic press to bend mighty metal like butter. Each visit was an adventure of discovery. I felt so important the first time Dad entrusted me with a broom or when he told me the names of tools and showed me where to put them away. So many lessons are imparted in a father's workshop. St. Joseph, our spiritual father, wants to draw us into his workshop where we can observe, marvel, learn, and discover. How can I be a better person? Watch the righteous man of Matthew chapter 1, verse 19. How can I become a better lover? Observe the man betrothed, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, to the most remarkable woman ever. See Luke chapter 1, verse 28, and Revelation chapter 12, verse 1, who sets aside the wisdom of the world to commit to love, despite the known limitations and the unknowable future. See Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 to 24. How can I deal with the vagarities of life? Learn from St. Joseph, the man who lived life to the full, and attain an eternal reward. If we are attentive, we can pick up every lesson for life from this extraordinary man chosen by God to be his foster father, entrusted with the most precious lives in history, who faithfully fulfilled his mission. In the upcoming blog posts, I will share some insights from my own prayer and reflection. Throughout 2019, I was praying through the 19th Annotation, a form of St. Ignatius's spiritual exercises, And St. Joseph kept turning up in my reflections, so I jotted down many of those lights in my journal, but shared them with no one but my spiritual director. As they accumulated, though, I felt nudged to write for others about St. Joseph, countering the pietistic caricatures of him as a hands-clasped and eyes-floating-to-the-sky dreamer or a senile gray-haired dolt. I don't relate to that. I don't think St. Joseph was like that. That's certainly not the image that emerges from Scripture. When Pope Francis announced the year of St. Joseph on December 8, 2020, I knew the time had come to get moving. I drew upon these insights from prayer and then continued to reflect further on this remarkable saint to begin crafting a retreat on St. Joseph that I am directing three times in January and February of 2021. I'm hopeful the prayer, retreats, and these blog posts will coalesce into a book by the end of this year that can make even more broadly available lessons from the workshop of St. Joseph. I must also confess a selfish purpose here. My middle name is Joseph, and he is a protector saint of my religious congregation, the Legionaries of Christ, so I am excited to dedicate time to better know and make known this singular saint. Any man could have been chosen, but no other man was. If we marvel at God's choice of Mary as his mother, should we not also take notice of Joseph, whom he chose as his foster father? I am convinced that God chose St. Joseph so that he could model for every Christian the faith, religious practice, parenting, spousal fidelity, and mission completion 
that will bring us to our fulfillment. Just as Jesus fulfilled the Jewish law, including the fourth commandment, may we also honor our spiritual father and learn lessons from his workshop. Excellent materials already exist to introduce St. Joseph. Some of the best include a growing list of relatively recent papal pronouncements on our father in faith, beginning with Pius IX in 1870, declaring St. Joseph as patron of the Universal Church, and then official letters from Pius X, Benedict XV, John Paul II, and Pope Francis. There are dozens of good books available on St. Joseph, exploring his historical framework, aspects of his virtue, or fostering prayer and consecration. Though I have read many of these texts, I do not draw directly from them for this blog and the subsequent book. Rather than rehash what others have written about so eloquently, I draw directly upon Scripture and the fruits of prayer. If you find that helpful, God be praised. If not, don't give up on Joseph, but try other sources that resonate better with you. The approach I will take in these blogs is threefold. First, I strive to be practical. Pietistic or saccharine presentations of spiritual realities turn my stomach and turn me off. I'm more interested in authentic piety from the Latin pietas, which refers to sense of duty, loyalty, and faithfulness to natural ties. Real piety is manly, not sweet. Though I may use poetry, images, and prayers, these are all oriented toward fostering a down-to-earth, practical piety applicable to your life and vocation. Second, imaginative. The insights I share are not some sort of private revelation, nor am I drawing upon visions of mystics or saints. I simply surmise what could have been from scripture and the human or historical context. These are personal reflections, and if you find the images and feelings I evoke helpful, great. If not, there are plenty of other excellent resources available for you to draw closer to St. Joseph. Lastly, prayerful. If these reflections don't result in your own musings or lead to deeper conversation with God, they fail. The artwork, litanies, prayers, and questions I will offer are all oriented toward enriching your relationship with Jesus Christ, whom we get to know better through his foster father. Just as Mary always leads us to her son, so does Joseph. Brilliant things have been said about St. Joseph by saints and theologians. Instead of regurgitating their insights, these blog posts will present an entirely different side of St. Joseph. In my recent book, Journey to Joy, Reflections on the Seven Sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary, I explored the passion of sorrow and how Mary teaches us to find fulfillment, transforming suffering and sorrow into joy. It comes naturally, then, for me to question Joseph about his passions. Scripture calls him a righteous man, Matthew chapter 1, verse 19, which is the same as calling him a virtuous man. Perhaps no other virtue sets apart a man more than courage. As a cardinal virtue, fortitude or courage is one of the pivotal good habits that marks the life of the good man. Courage does not mean having no fear, but of facing it and overcoming it. So over the course of these blogs, we will explore the fears of St. Joseph through the 14 passages in Scripture that relate his life, constituting thus a way of St. Joseph. My prayer is that this way helps you recognize and conquer your fears so that you can imitate Joseph's triumph of fortitude in a world ever more in need of heroes. You can still be a Holy Week missionary during a pandemic. 
Holy Week missions organized locally and internationally have been a hallmark of Regnum Christi since 1994. Holy Week is the holiest week of the year, when we celebrate the greatest mystery of our faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus. For Regnum Christi members who have experienced God's personal and passionate love, we seek to actively share this love and proclaim to the world that redemption and salvation is present today. Holy Week 2021 is still Holy Week, so even in the midst of COVID, we want to live it in the best way possible. Some have prudently asked, can we still do missions this year? Should we still do missions this year? For the national support team of Mission Youth Missions and the local Mission Youth Directors, the answer is a resounding yes. The mission may look different this year, but the mission is still out there. People in 2021 need to hear a message of faith, hope, and love. A message that is proclaimed with courage and creativity. As missionaries, we are challenged to be continually discerning the mission field and asking, how can we share the timeless gospel message in this concrete time and place? As we prepare to plan, participate in, or support the Holy Week Missions 2021, we want to unite together in this theme, Be Not Afraid. It is on the back of all the missionary t-shirts, and this year, it feels like we can't say those words enough. We want to echo the words of Jesus to us that have been repeated by popes over and over this past century. Do not be afraid. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. Matthew chapter 28, verse 10, 19, and 20. To help us live out and remember this theme, a Holy Week 2021 theme song will also be released on February 17th, Ash Wednesday, to give plenty of time for local missionaries to learn it and make it their own. We want to invite everyone to join in the efforts to make Holy Week 2021 an unforgettable missionary experience. We don't want to allow the challenges of this year to trap our missionary zeal, but to ask the Holy Spirit to show us the avenues that are open to reach as many hearts as possible with the gospel message. How can you get involved? Contact your local or nearby Mission Youth Director to get involved with their missionary plans. Sign up for the Holy Week 2.0. Sign up for our bi-weekly email newsletters to receive updates. Check out the theme song when it comes out. Check out Missionary Spirit Wear coming soon to our store. Offer prayers for our missionary efforts. For more information, check out www.missionyouth.org. Legionaries of Christ Embrace Journey of Healing, Prevention, and Purification I believe that we can never apologize enough to the victims who have suffered abuse at the hands of one of my legionary brothers. I am sorry for the actions of my fellow priests, the suffering inflicted upon victims, and for our poor handling of abuse allegations throughout our history. Father John Connor, L.C., January 22, 2020 Father John Connor, L.C., wrote those words to members of Regnum Christi as Territorial Director of the Legionaries of Christ for the North American Territory, shortly before being elected the Superior General of the Congregation. In many ways, those words marked the Congregation's state of mind and heart after more than a decade of coming to terms with its history of abuse. The same General Chapter that elected Father Connor to lead the Congregation also pondered the landmark document Report 1941-2019 to 2019 
on the phenomenon of sexual abuse of minors in the Congregation of the Legionaries of Christ from its founding to the present day. As the new general director, Father John reiterated that facing our history with determination and helping victims heal is part of our mission. The renewal through which the Holy See led us in past years prepared us to take responsibility for the consequences of our history. Now, aware of what we have learned, we are determined to keep taking decisive steps down this path. There is no turning back. The general chapter published the official documents, Conversion and Reparation, and Protect and Heal. Their message of healing, prevention, and purification was clear and included publicly asking for forgiveness from the victims, thanking them for their courage, and for the good they have done for the legionaries of Christ and for the Catholic Church in coming forward. Committing to putting victims at the center and strengthening the 2014 General Chapter's Safe Environment Policy for preventing and responding to sexual abuse. Reiterating the commitment to a culture of zero abuse so that no more children become victims. What is significant about the documents produced by the chapter is that they go far beyond good intentions, directing territories to take specific actions regarding healing, prevention, and purification. Protect and Heal outlines 60 specific directives that have been, or will be, addressed by the North American Territory. The work to heal, prevent, and purify is at the very core of our mission today, said Father Sean Aaron, L.C., Territorial Director for the North American Territory. This work relies on complete transparency in everything we do. In the short term, the Territory will continue to implement number 27 of the Protect and Heal document, which says, The appropriate bodies of the Legion of Christ will inform its members and the public of proven cases of sexual abuse committed by any of its members within the limits imposed by civil law and respecting the good name of the persons involved. At the local level, Special attention will be given to persons, communities, or institutions directly affected by cases of sexual abuse. The Territory will also continue to implement Protect and Heal No. 28, which says, The Legion of Christ will regularly update, on a general and territorial level, the published reports on the abuses perpetrated by any of its members, observing the applicable civil laws, specifically the laws and norms on the privacy of information. Sacred Heart Apostolic School in Rolling Prairie, Indiana, is a high school seminary where young men can discern their vocation to the priesthood. Its rector, Father Thomas Murphy, L.C., reflects on the school's commitment to safe environments. Sacred Heart Apostolic School is accredited by Presidium, Inc. to ensure safe environment practices and the protection of its students. All Sacred Heart staff are trained in safe environment practices. Parents are made aware of our safe environment practices at school. Students are taught the three R's with respect to safe environment. Recognize when you or a fellow student are in danger. Respond in a way that will stop the situation from proceeding. Report whatever happened immediately to a trusted adult or authority. Father Timothy Walsh, L.C., Rector at the Legionaries of Christ's Novitiate and College of Humanities, describes the safe environment's commitment of the institution he leads. The Legionaries of Christ Novitiate and College of Humanities in Cheshire is committed to providing an atmosphere of trust and respect for each religious where he feels safe and experiences God's love for him. We strive to help form in each seminarian the awareness of the challenges a priest in today's world faces as a key element to what the Church needs. We are all fully committed to living out our code of conduct. 
Kristen Austin has been working with the Legionaries of Christ as the pastoral care advocate, formerly Victim Assistance Coordinator, since March 2020. Nikki Hiddle is the newly appointed Safe Environment Coordinator for the congregation as of November 2020. They are the first ever Safe Environment team of laypeople for the Legionaries of Christ in the North American Territory. As the pastoral care advocate, I hope to promote God's love and grace by being a truly compassionate first contact for victims and survivors, offering them the chance to share their individual truth, Austin said. I document allegations with an open and non-judgmental manner that begins a relationship of pastoral care. It is vital for me to validate each person's experience and facilitate the first steps toward the healing of any trauma and fractured faith. As the Safe Environment Coordinator, Nikki Hiddle ensures effective systems and procedures are in place for facilitating the opportunity for justice to prevail and for promoting the creation of healthy environments that allow priests and laity to thrive. The Safe Environment Team aspires to prevent trauma, effectively respond to allegations, and pastorally intervene with all those involved in the situation, Nikki Hiddle said. Our work is guided by the congregation's code of conduct, as well as the safety standards set forth by Presidium to maintain our accreditation for a safe environment. This was an abridged version of the recent article on our website. The full version of this article, the Code of Conduct and Safe Environments Policies of the Legionaries of Christ, and contact information for the Safe Environments team can be found at www.legionariesofchrist.org. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.